Welcome to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. Thanks to Neds. Whatever you bet on, take it to the Neds level. You win some, you lose more. What is up, punters and dribblers? This episode of All Talk is brought to you by Dr. V, Australia's first and best all-natural energy drink. That's right, Tom. If you want to detox and supercharge your physical and mental health, we'll do it with Dr. V, and they're 100% natural energy drinks. It's the way to go. Back for another week of dribbling and yarning with some of the more interesting individuals sport has to offer, and this week, no different. Good friend now, great friend, great personal friend right now, you know, before the interview, acquaintances, post-interview, Christmas dinners and shit. Best mates. Yep. Best, best friends. Um, a man of uh, many talents, but from the surfing world, Eddie. Yes. AWSL commentator. Uh, he also owns Shorty's, a par three golf course up at Terry Hills. He knows all the big name surfers. He goes to all the spots. He's, he's, he's in the crew. With the surfers, you know what I mean? Like, he's part of that world. Oh, yeah, mate. He's, but listen, and, and for those of you that may not know, have started our surfing journey in earnest, um, and we're, you know, a real sniff on qualifying for the... QS. QS, thank you, Edward. Punters, dribblers, enjoy Ronnie Blakey. How does that go with the missus when your job is to go to, like, the sickest places in the world for two weeks to course surfing events? Like, it's a job, right? And that's clearly understood, but does she still get pissed off with you? Nah, nah. I've 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 got a, a gem. She's like, yeah, have a good time. <laughs> really lucky in that respect. Uh, but they'll they'll tag along to events occasionally too. It's, uh, yeah. So we'll drag the kids along. That's actually they're kind of hard trips for me because you talk all day and then they're like, should we go out to dinner? And I'm like, oh. yeah. I just want to fall asleep watching something bad on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've got to, you've got to step, step up. Step up, mate. Step up. You've got to step yeah. up. You know, just good parenting, good No, husband. mate, look, well, I was, I was just I was uh, glad to see that you're, a, you know, an out and proud father as well because I am. I can't get shit on this podcast like I'm always talking about the just how tough it is being a dad and, you know, being a good dad and always mentioning my kids and shit. So I was uh, yeah. excited to have you on. Just another good dad. Eddie doesn't have kids, so he's sort of, you know, he doesn't no, understand what it's like. I don't get it yet. I yeah. don't get it. Love the name though, Eddie. I, I call one of my kids Eddie. Oh, there you go. Not after you. No. No, I just didn't have any names and it was kind of getting to the point where it's like, okay, we're having a kid in a week <laughs> and we're like scrambling. We had a girl's name but no boy's name. Mm. Um, my sister about two weeks before my first arrived gave me an Eddie Murphy Raw DVD. <laughs> I just happened to put it on. I was watching it. I just went, what about Eddie. <laughs> and um, I went, I like Eddie. And yeah. now I was like, yeah, like Eddie the Eagle. Eddie the Eagle? And she said, I love Eddie Eagle. And I'm a manly supporter, so yeah. he's Eddie Eagle. Eddie Eagle? Yep. Holy shit, that's fantastic. Ran with it. We're a couple of... We're, this that's is a, good stuff. This is a nice you know, pro-manly conversation mm. then. Where yeah. she, where they're the biggest manly fans. Oh, I knew I was in good company. Oh, good, yeah. good. Eddie Eagle. Eddie Eagle. And then, uh, yeah, just ran with animals for the rest of the kids. Really? Yeah. What else? Fox, tiger. Tiger, yeah. first name or middle name? Middle names. Yep. Yeah. Hectic. I like that. Yeah. I like that too. Eddie Eagle though. Beautiful. Yeah, stuff. that is good. I'm really yeah. surprised. How do you spell Eddie? Just by, is it I E or Y? I E. Okay, he's a Y. I'm a y guy. Yeah. Do you judge me for that? What do you What do you make of that? Oh, mate. Yeah. Each to his own. <laughs> nah. 
You're all right, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> You're all right, mate. You are listening to All Talk with Tom and Eddie from the Hello Sport Podcast, and we are talking to the WSL commentator, Manly Seagulls fan, father, surfer, an all-round good bloke, Ronnie Blakey. Now, Ronnie, um, how's Shorty's going? Like, we haven't mate. been there yet, but it's like uh, one of our mates who we work with, Seb, has been up there a few times. He's obsessed with it, but, like, obviously we're coming up next week, but it's uh, such a cool concept. It looks like a lot of fun. I saw Seb up there. Trying yeah. to break the course, uh, break the course <laughs> record. He didn't do too bad. He didn't do too well. But no. I come bearing gifts, fellas. Oh, beautiful. Oh, we love Look gifts. A couple of shorties. Oh, we love gifts. Look at that. Get in there. Little hat. Oh, that's nice. Look at that. Sharp. Sharp. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Uh, shorties is going great. Just a dream come true. It's right? a great name. Yeah, thank you. It's a great name. Yeah. No, we... Um, oh, I came late to golf, but... Oh, it just grabbed me, big time. And, uh, yeah, I was uh, actually at a mate's barbecue. It was a kid's party, and all the kids were playing dodgeball in the backyard, and then the adults got involved, the dads, all pretty hammered. And this guy, who I didn't know, was just throwing this stinger at me point blank, slapped me in the face, and uh, I've just put the crosshairs on him, and I'm like, next time I'm in, I'm going to get him. And uh, I did the same thing, just like as close as you can get to someone and still have a full throw. And he tried to catch the ball and I dislocated his thumb. And um, the next day, I, I didn't think anything of it. I was like, you got what you deserved. And the next day, uh, my mate who hosted the barbecue said to me, oh, that's um, Lucas Bates. He's a, a pro golfer. He's meant, he's meant to play in the trials of the Australian Open next week. I was going to caddy for him. He's out. And I was like, no way. I got his number. And I hadn't really played much before that. And um, he was a pro at, at Avalon at the time. And he said, mate, do you play? Come down and have a lesson. Because he was obviously not playing himself. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I kind of got into it then. That was about 12 years ago. But, yeah, the opportunity to get into shorties, um, you know, it was an easy decision. Yeah. Yeah. Is Clint Newton a part of that? Or is he just, is he just like getting Yeah, but we haven't there. seen him. For like well, <laughs> two years, maybe longer. But uh, yeah, he's a busy boy. <laughs> yeah, he's got but, a yeah. bit on. Yeah, right. Um, who else is involved there? Um, there's Chris Searle, who is the one that really kind of drove it uh, yeah. initially. He um, started Monster Children magazine. Yep. Um, but yeah, he and I kind of golf together a lot. And uh, yeah, mate, it's it's the most surreal thing telling people that you own a golf course. Yeah. It's like you say golf course first and then when they start asking questions, they yeah. go, a golf course? You say, well, <laughs> it's par three. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a thousand, a thousand metres worth of uh, golf is pretty limited, but it's yeah. still yeah. still a golf course as Did far you, as I'm concerned. Was it hard to find a spot for it? Like, I mean, Terry Hills, Terry Hills is where yeah. it's at, right? It seems like it's, that's kind of a good area, but was it difficult? No, nah, it existed. Oh, it, it, okay, it was there. right. Yeah, right, it's, right. It's, it's, it's kind of like a, a pretty iconic spot yeah. um, up there. Um, but it, yeah, just needed some new energy. And um, but it's always been a great course. The the guy who laid the the grass there is still there today. He's his name's Paul. He's the superintendent, and they just put together a magic little challenging course. But mm. you know you can bang around it in an hour and a half. You never more than sort of like 150 meters from a beer, and mm. um, yeah, it's really fun. Really Excellent. fun. Are you playing often? Like are you are you out there like Mate, just farting around every day? Oh, I would be, but. Um, a total stitch up we moved north so i'm living uh northern new south wales like the day after we got the keys to the place so yeah it's a head <laughs> completely oh so you you're not living in sydney now nah oh no nah 
So do you come back and just thrash around, get as many rounds come as back, you can? Try and get as many rounds in as possible yeah. and uh yeah, just keep a foot in the door, stay on pace with the boys. Really that's why we bought it, so we could challenge each other yeah, at golf. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a, a lot of fun. The cool thing is just doing something real different because I've I've worked in the surf industry like for most of my adult life, mm. even before that. That's all I was fixated on. So yeah, yeah it's cool. So how so w- can you take us back to the start of your sort of surf industry journey? You started off in magazines, right? Yeah, started off in mags, like glory period for print yeah. public pu- publishing and also uh, glory period for magazines because surfing just went through this radical boom through the um, basically the, like kind of the late 80s through to the early 2000s. It was just on fire. So surf mags were like had spines. There was, you know, every magazine, the, the page count is – basically a combination of ads and editorial and the more mm. ads you get the more pages you get in the mag as well so like we were making 200 page surf mags and Jesus. they were like thick yeah. <laughs> oh, mate there's a lot of like just photo specials because you just <laughs> needed to fill those pages yeah. up but yeah. advertising wise they just were queuing up and there was no social media there you know it was radio print tv what do you reckon drove that surfing boom through the 80s into the early 2000s it's just sort of the same as it is now. It's just like a, I think a lifestyle that people want to aspire to. It looks free. It looks fun. Um, it looks healthy, and uh, yeah, everyone dips their toe in. But, well, we're uh, yeah. about to actually. I don't want to bring ourselves into. I thought you guys surf. You're, you're sponsored, right? You're well, yeah, we know we are sponsored only yeah. only very recently by Billabong. Uh, we were we were actually tossing up whether to wear the weddies for the interview. <laughs> you guys, you guys did well. You put them on the right way. Yeah, was, well, well, you didn't listen, see me put it on listen. back to front before I fucking sat down. Uh, but that was magic. Um, <laughs> you, you pulled it off. You had me fooled. I thought you. You grew up in the water. No, look, well, I mean, no. I can swim, but I can't surf. But no, we've got to. Can well, you explain it, our dream, Eddie? Maybe. Well, I will explain it. my our dream, my dream, our dream, and you can you can see whether it's possible. And we may have got something wrong here. Tom and I from country towns just have always dreamt of getting in the water and f-ing ripping, mm. right? But there's when you grow up out of Sydney or away from the coast, you're sort of like a little bit apprehensive as to whether you can, whether you've got what it takes. <laughs> to shred. To shred. So I was, I've, I love the WSL, love the tour. I've always watched it. And my mate who I used to work with was telling me, he'd said this years ago and it just stuck in my brain. I mentioned it to Tom recently that he said that you can enter QS events if you want to. You can just pay the admin fee and just rock up on the day and get in there and rip in mate you can yeah okay it's the best <laughs> have a crack but yeah. it was actually like maybe like 15 years ago um there was this guy wade glasscock who was in his 40s and he was going down the beach he, he was a character yeah. everyone loved having him around events mm. but I don't think I ever saw him catch a wave. Um, <laughs> I saw him at events where the surf was kind of like just a little bit over four foot and he yeah. just stretch on the beach the whole heat. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going out. Or maybe like go stand on the rock jump or, or just where he was about to enter the lineup and yeah. in knee deep water and just like yeah. kind of look at the lineup but never actually go out. Yeah. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah. Well, that's, but he was, I respect He was that. placed. Yeah. Like he, he was on the ratings. Yeah. The, that's yeah. all we want. We want yeah. to get a national ranking but also like – 
We well, have we have designs on at least learning how to surf. Like Jacko Baker said, he's going to help us out. Yeah, Jacko's so a mate of yours. No, he just well, he, he's a friend of the show. He's a friend, of, friend of the show. And yeah. sort of, I think when we spoke to the Kamchatka boys, who he knows, and then it sort of got teed up that way. But so he's going to. I think we also probably have maybe a slight false sense of confidence in our ability, just like coordination wise, which you probably need a little bit of confidence. We did a little bit of skating back in the day. Skateboarding, yeah, I could snowboard. Yeah. Can I ask you this actually? Do you, do you snowboard? Do you do any of that yeah. sort of stuff? How different is it like the no, mechanics in yeah, terms no, of just like what you need to be doing? Definitely handy. If, you, if, you've, okay. if you've snowboarded or, or skateboarded a bit, you'll, you'll find it easier okay. to surf. That's good. Yeah. The only like the last time I did go out on a board, I couldn't sit on it. I kept tipping over and I didn't think that, that get, was a thing. We had to get no. a bit more like, is yours is more leaders? Well, we got, we, right yeah, we're getting term? boards made as well. So More leaders? Yeah, leaders. That's yeah. how they call it these days. More foam, basically. More foam. Yeah. 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 Okay. Foam's your friend. It'll float you. But you've picked a good coach, Jackson Baker. Yeah. Yeah, we call him the uh, Carnival Strongman. He's got a good look to him. He doesn't look like a surfer at all. <laughs> no, he's the least likely pro surfer you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Looks yeah. like he should be making pies in a bakery. <laughs> That's right. So <laughs> we're just gonna we're gonna let him requalify. He's obviously on the challenge yep. series at the moment. Let him requalify. Let him get his stripes back, and then he's gonna take us out. We'll probably yeah. go up to Merriweather and rip in with the boys. See how we can go. Perfect. But we just need we just need to be able to you know read things a little bit, and then we need we well, listen where we. If you thought we could surf, you were grossly mistaken. We're, we're <laughs> yeah. not at all. We're not. Oh, yeah. We're, well, you've put the wetsuits on. You were threatening to test them out with a yeah. piss. Yes. Did yeah, you yeah. piss in them? No. Look, I didn't piss in them only because I didn't know. I don't know. You don't know when not, you're going to get in the water. I don't, well, I don't. I don't want to piss in it sitting in the seat. No. Exactly. I'll, if I'm near the ocean, I'll piss in it. Yeah. We'll give yeah. it a good run out, and then we'll get everyone in. pisses in their wetsuit okay. when they're in the ocean. Yes, now this seems, like a, this ocean, seems no. like a great place to so time to ask our producer up there, Tom Tobler. Right, pretends like he surfs. I didn't know he surfs. He pretends like he's in the he's in the surf every weekend, he, and he's lived in a wetty his whole life. He told us that if we wore undies in our wetsuit, they would stay dry. Is that true? Or will they or will they get wet? He's not a surfer. Yeah, that's what we said. <laughs> that's nah. what we said. Nah. <laughs> For starters, don't wear undies. Exactly. Under your right. That's what we were saying. That was very uncomfortable. Because yeah. we, I was like, surely we were. Do we yeah. wear undies? That seems strange. You wear undies under your wetsuit if you got a tiny dick. And you're scared, <laughs> scared that your towel's going to fall off in the car park. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Uh, but you, you don't wear undies under your wetsuit for starters. Yeah. Um, and. Nothing's dry. It's called a wetsuit. It actually lets the water in a little bit and mm. your body, it holds a bit of water and your body warms that water, keeps you warm. Okay. Uh, you piss in a wetsuit, generally will kind of like soak into the suit a little bit, puts a nice little kind of marinade yeah. in there. Yeah, They're never the same. They're like got this tang, this fruity tang to them. You don't want to go out with a sponge full of piss. Like yeah. Sharks will smell it. Like it's not good, but everyone pisses in their suit. Generally yeah, okay. it dribbles out the leg. There you go. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah, look at Listen, yeah. thank God you yeah, came mate. in, Ronnie. We would have been. Imagine us in the car park with our new boards and our new yeah. weddies and our run on. shorts on. <laughs> we, we've learnt, we've to learnt two things today, too. He doesn't surf and he's got a tiny dick. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, shit.
shit. That's funny. Sorry, mate. Anyway, so that's that's on our horizon. We're starting our own surf gang. Mate, uh, and so We've got our eye on the Maru. Billabong's hyped, actually. Mm. Oh, they, I talked to a couple of the boys. They're oh, yeah? Happy to have you on the team. Oh, and uh, they're, they're keen to get you in for a, a store signing or, or something. Yeah. 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 They said they want to link us up with Parker and Hockey soon. So that seemed about right. Yeah. Couple of our champions. I'm just thinking, like, if you go on surfing, you know, if you're going to get coached by someone, uh, Jackson Baker's the perfect person. Yep. Terrific. Uh, you'll have a good time. Um, if you're going to go out with surfers, Oki and Parko is a, a pretty good matchup. Okay, terrific. Yeah, yep. two of the, the true original mad dogs. Oh, so, great. Uh, yeah. We love that. You're well set up. Well, this yeah. is good. Because well, we, we were just we were a little apprehensive about, you know, going out into the lineup, not knowing what we're doing. But if you if you take a couple of world champions, you should champs, be okay. Yeah, yeah. Mate, it's there's not that much to it. I don't want to the drop first in on step someone. Is getting out there. Yep. I just want to drop in on someone. I don't know. I don't understand the etiquette yet. You know, I don't get flogged on the beach for dropping in on some local. That's the only thing I'm scared of. Just, just run with it. You, you kind of had a dial the other day when you guys were talking oh, yeah. about it. You know, get up. If you sort of actually uh, attack it on the offensive, don't yeah. be defensive out there and call people off waves as a beginner, an adult <laughs> learner, <laughs> you'll be fine, mate. It's, get off me. Jesus Christ. You're listening to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. Today we are talking to WSL commentator Ronnie Blakey. Now, Ronnie, so what were you doing when you were working in magazines? Were you just putting you together? Get you? Yeah, oh, mate, I uh, got, got so lucky. My brother and I were just tragic surf fans uh, as kids, um, just mad for it. And uh, he got work experience at, at Tracks Magazine, which is one of Australia's biggest mags one of the longest running surf mags in the world and um from there he kind of got a uh a leg up into the that world and he moved out of the position vacated it and i moved in um, right so yeah we were both working at this publishing company funny it was a surf mag it was in rush cutters bay it was like mm-hmm. you got off the train in the cross to go to work <laughs> so that was fun. was that it was really interesting yeah. and we were like north coast boys so um you know, we lived on the northern beaches till we were around five and seven. But uh, yeah, moved up north, so it was a, a rude culture shock coming down to work in rush cutters. In rush cutters, yeah. you catching the Friday train down? Are good. Train down from where central coast every day? Uh, we were no, we we're northern beaches. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, we were sorry. On the bus, yeah, to Wynyard, on the train to the cross, yeah. Hey, oh, that's magic. a that's good a good time. That's a beautiful commute, mate. Oh, <laughs> stunning! <laughs> from, from the north coast, just north of Byron to <laughs> to Kings Cross, but yeah. So from there, um, worked in in that world for like ten years, and uh, doing what exactly? Like when you come in, I was I of- was the position that I held was the assistant editor. So you're basically doing everything from sort of uh, sub editing to picking photos for the mag. That was the fun part of the job. Yeah, um, and then. Really, just kind of turning up and getting obliterated at inst- industry parties. That was the, the huge part of the job. Yeah. I bet there uh, was. Was there heaps of surfers that would like try and saddle up to you to get into tracks? Does, um, it, does it work like that? Like, it, mate, I sh- I'll mate, I can come out with me. We'll have a huge night, but I won't. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Maybe, Not maybe I was so naive. <laughs> I was just like loving it. <laughs> yeah, pro surfer wants to buy me a drink. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but. No, I think there was like at that point too. There were so many mags. There was plenty of place for everyone, and mm. um, yeah, you were trying to fill all those pages. So you know, everyone was pretty well looked after. But yeah, not a lot of uh, 
bribery, but certainly you, you looked after people. It was a different sport then too. You know, uh, the whole the whole industry now is so professional. The the surfers on the tour now are athletes, mm. uh, whereas before it was sort of like Wade Glasscock or like the yeah. three of us travelling <laughs> the world just having a hell time. Yeah. This this would be considered warming up for a heat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but no, it was it was a magic magic period. Ten years I worked in publishing and then sort of stepped away from that and that was just as like the internet broadcasting thing was taken off and um yeah surfing was sort of really one of the first sports to do it and do it really well um they just had no other choice because surfing's such a hard sport to to run a broadcast on you never know when the surf's going to be good you can't really schedule it on free to wear mm. um so yeah the, the internet broadcast just kind of hit big for them so yeah that makes a lot of sense because i don't know of another sport that has all like every event online for free like nah. the WSL does it's nah, very it's accessible for everyone it's mad really accessible and I, I guess you know probably at some point they'll have to make a, a call on on what they want to do with it you know you don't right think now it's the advertising model yeah. is all being built on the the sort of the where it started um so it was big sponsors getting behind events they wanted the broadcast because, you know, that was the way to get their message out to everyone. And these days it sort of seems like, you know, a subscription model pay-per-view is not kind of out of the question, but they mm. just they haven't taken that leap yet. Yeah, it's interesting going down that path, right? Like, as you say, it's the TV thing is probably not really possible, is it? Like, in for, for something like surfing where you've just got like, oh, there's no f- surf today, so we're not. Do Which you know just makes I mean? it inconsistent and yeah, un- yeah. In, yeah unpredi- unpredictable. The cable thing's all right. Like Fox Sports runs every event, yeah, and they're committed to running every event, but they can shift the programming around on all their channels and and make mm. it happen. Sure, well, yeah, because we saw the Mariba Open actually, which is the event that we've sort of got our eyes on. Oh yeah, they, it was on KO last year, and I just I can't get out of my head the thought of us. Trying to, trying to catch no, no, trying no, to no, catch waves no. on the roof for it <laughs> awesome on the QS which would be <laughs> absolutely ridiculous that would be so when so when you're, you're you're doing the publishing and then you get into commentary after that is that sort yeah. of so, so what was what's it sort of like right like you've dreamed about being cert, like you've a bit obsessed over it and then before you know it you're in it you're in like one of the most popular mags and then how do you make the decision to go into to the commentary side of things or is it just you fall into your lap yeah, I was. I think it was timing had a lot to do with it. Uh, but yeah, left the mags. Just I was actually kind of just burned out on on deadlines. I was editing a, a mag by that point, and uh, yeah, if you if you want your life to just flash before your eyes, edit a monthly or even better a newspaper. Um, <laughs> just time goes so quick. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I had my first kid, Eddie Eddie Eagle, and uh, got out of there, and then just almost instantly the broadcasts were taken off and I'd called a few events and they were like, do you want to come to Tahiti? Do you want to come to France? Do you want to come to Portugal? And I was like, oh, I'll think about it. <laughs> yeah, so I jumped on it and then, um, yeah, it's, it, you know, it's just been a, a dream gig. Yeah. Magic. Seeing the world and sitting back watching other people do their thing. Mm. Yeah. Have you got a favourite spot? Um, I, oh man, they're all really good. They're all great. Um, but, I really always enjoyed Fiji, just heaps of waves there. 
Um, South Africa is really fun. Good food, which is yeah. always important for me. For sure. Um, the waves really fun, and there's like good golf over there as well. So, yeah, yeah, that's how you ticks a couple it, of boxes, yeah, boxes. mate. How is um? You mentioned before that you like surf. Uh, you like playing cricket. Golf rather in J Bay, <laughs> yeah. Um, cricket, like cricket on the brain. Who, who is very impressive with a with a club in hand? I know Kelly can play. Do you ever play with him? Yeah, yeah. I play with Kelly a bunch. Uh, Kelly's a, he's one of those guys. He's a freaking alien. Just good yeah. at everything. Yeah, he's <laughs> up. He's there's nothing he can't do, and right. he's the most competitive person you've ever met in your life. Oh, like, we actually we know that we yeah. had a we almost got Kelly on this podcast when we were significantly smaller. We um, like when we had no rock, no one. We even were, he even inboxing a, him. There right? was a there was a video on like ESPN or someone Instagram, and it was like it was this like in India or something in this village, and it's this young kid and he's shooting a fucking he's shooting rocks from a slingshot at his brother who's got just a fucking pole, and his brother's just cracking every single one, just hitting him. And then Kelly shit left a comment underneath it going, "Geez, that's good hand eye coordination. You ever heard of this guy from Australia? This old cricketer it's called Sir Donald Beedman." <laughs> And then we just screenshot it, put it on Instagram. We're like, Kelly's a huge, uh, f- is this Kelly Slater's a huge Sir Donald Beedman fan. F- <laughs> and then we're just Amazing. thinking, you know, we're just talking shit. We got like 5,000 people on our Instagram. And then he responds to our story going, I knew it was Donald Bradman. It was an autocorrect. And we were like, oh, cool. good, man. Like, we're just <laughs> taking it. competitive yeah, with we uh, like, his DMs. <laughs> like, oh, don't worry, man. That's all good. We're just taking the piss. Yeah. You know, hope you're well. And then you, and then our, our listeners were sort of ribbing him in the comments. <laughs> in the like, comments. Oh, shout out to Beedman. And then Kelly's replying to them like, mate, oh, he loves it. He loves engaging. Yeah. yeah. And then we're like, come on, on the, the podcast. He's like, righto. And then probably his payback for us talking shit, he just strung us along for like yeah. A months. year, basically. Yeah, well, it was probably like yeah. a year. So anyway, we do know this competitive. He loves a chat, but yeah, he's a he's a freak golfer, freak athlete. Fifty one now, yeah, still I know. going, still it's doing mad. It. He's, I mean, he's having a shit year this year. He's won four heats, mm. four heats. My yeah, old father time might finally be catching 51, up. Fifty one, like, yeah, he's, know, gonna... he's just he's bashed up too. It's like you look at the waves that he's ridden. You can see that he's you know his body's going to be pretty twisted up. Yeah, but he's up against you know just absolute studs. Mm. Mm. Just. Uh, such gnarly groms, just they're almost gymnastic, hard to keep up with. But, yeah, from uh, yeah. like a surfing perspective, like how much has what is capable on a wave or what people can do on a wave changed? Like from say Kelly, because he's been around for so long, when yeah. he started to now, what some of the best in the world are doing? What yeah. sort of is it? Is it is it just like night and day different in terms of like the aerial aspects and shit? Oh they're yeah, doing and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's gymnastic now. Yeah, it's gymnastic, but it's almost like getting to a point where. You know when you watch snowboarding now, like to me, it's it's just a mess when you watch like a a, a big ramp uh, event or a half pipe event. The guy's just in the sky, just you don't even know what he's doing. It's yeah, just yeah. it's just a mess. Scotty just like, oh, oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a great point. And then some guy's just like touching himself. The commentator, he's like, "Oh, that's the you know five yeah. yeah. McTwist." Like, I'm like, but you don't. I don't really know the difference. Yeah, one of my mates uh, commentates the snowboarding for the Olympics and stuff, and like I just go, "What are you watching?" Like that. <laughs> that was almost ugly. Yeah. <laughs> and there, there is that sort of gymnastic element of serving. You appreciate that it's like remarkable that someone was able to do a backflip mm. or just a, a wild spin um but it's almost going back to like the the purest in me just wants to see a big straight air like, yeah, like right. the originals mm. uh used to do them but um yeah it's it's night and day not comparable it's just evolved so quickly mm. um one thing that 
you know, kind of one area where Kelly was amazing was uh, barrel riding and uh, taking off on really heavy waves late. Uh, and he's still right there with all the, the best young guys. Like he won pipe just last year in, mm. in pumping waves. Mm. Um, so, you know, well, he might have kind of fallen a little behind on that gymnastic aerial approach. Yeah. Um, he's still really gnarly, a gnarly tube rider. And uh, he really, like, desperately was trying to get to the Olympics because it's going to be in Tahiti. Oh, yeah, and that was right. his dream, I think, to, like, have a crack at, at a medal. Because he would have been a sniff there. Oh, he would have been a sniff for sure. Mm. He would have had his nose right in it. This is All Talk with Tom and Eddie coming to you on the SCN Airwaves, and we're talking to Ronnie Blakey, the WSL commentator. You're up to Tahiti in a couple of weeks? I'm not doing Tahiti not this doing year. Um, but it's, it's going to be nuts. It's mm. like... Fuck the the way that they've they've kind of changed the format mm. of the the tour now the structure yep. it's like the regular season finishes after Tahiti and if you're in the final five if you're in the top five at that point then you get a shot at a world title in like a one day surf off mm. um, some people don't like it but essentially what you're going to get out of it this year is almost like two intense races for the big the big show mm. um, so there's like a few people outside the the five at the moment that are campaigning for like one spot, uh, I think on the the men's side, and you just pray that they get surf because it'll be absolutely mad. Mm. And then the final series is is kind of I don't know if you've followed the sport for a long time, it's pretty hard to get your head around it. Yeah, um, but there's just no question that on that final day, it's pretty thrilling watching like number five surf against number four the winner of that surfing against yep. three and yeah, so on and so okay. forth but you know for someone like uh carissa moore for example she was number one seed going into the final series last year she's going to be number one seed going into the final series again this year and you know steph's got eight world titles chris has got five uh if it was the old format she gets six last year and she's going for seven this year yeah, so okay. and Steph's still on seven so it's sort of like it's a big change up to the the just the culture of professional surfing mm. um, but like I said all eyeballs will be on it when the uh when the show rolls on that's it do you does it do you like the change I wasn't there for the finals the first year yep um is it I, have there been two finals or just one uh there's been Two. Two, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but last year I was there, and being there on the day, you know, it's pretty magic. Mm. Trestle, is it? One, one thing you get often with, like, a a title showdown is, like, you got two surfers going for it. Mm. They can't meet until the final, usually. So, like, the chances of that happening are just really slim. Mm. So, saying number one and two fight it out for the title instead of having a f***ing wild card beat. The number two and the race yeah, is over right. and the world champs crowned on the beach. Mm. Right. So, yeah, uh, okay. so to get that world title moment guarantee is is why they did it. Um, but yeah, I think the jury's kind of out a little bit on it yeah. um, for core fans because like Carissa's just been again this year like she was last year the most dominant surfer by a long shot. Um, she's got a big points lead on Tyler Wright even. And, uh, yeah, it'll be kind of heavy. 
heartbreaking she, if she she loses again. And like I, I'm sure in her head it'd make her question like, what's the point? Yeah, okay. Mm. Um, but she's so good that she'll probably get it done. She'll probably still do it. That's yep. interesting, mate. Where do you what do you reckon the future surfing looks like? Like where are we headed? And would you want to bring back style points like they used oh, to? Oh well, yeah, style. It's gone through like a. It's a pretty young sport. Like yeah, when is. you start comparing it to other sports, so it's only it's kind of makes sense that there's going to be some really significant changes along the way. Um, but I think it's heading in a great direction. I um like the performance levels are nuts. They have been skunked like you wouldn't believe this year. It's been the worst year for surf. J Bay was the best of it, uh, and the surfing on the best day at J Bay was like some of the best surfing we've seen at Jeffries. Um, yeah, I mean. Style's a funny one because, like, what I like and what you like and what Tom likes, it's it can be completely different. Mm. Um, so you, you can't really work it in, but they sort of have this one element in the, the criteria called flow, and it's like how smooth you can be between your, your manoeuvres. And it's sort of a bit of a – it's just a nod to style yeah, because no one with a crabby style gets points for flow. <laughs> Um, it just, yeah, but yeah, I think, I think it's, it's in a pretty good place at the moment. I just, I'd love to see him. Um, I think the schedule can actually be stronger. Uh, my opinion, it was probably a stronger schedule a few years back, but there's like a few factors contributing to that too. Like, um, what would you, you like know, to see sponsorship out of money? I, I definitely want to see Fiji back. Yep. And then it's not that the events, some of the events on there are bad events, but you know, the, the chance for world-class conditions is low. They're not world-class waves. Mm. And it's like, if you get on there, you know, or, or as a spectator, you want to see them in the very best waves and, and the schedule needs to kind of reflect that. They've, they've, they're 50% of the way there, Yep. you know, with, with Pipe, with Tahiti, with Jeffreys Bay, with, you know, there's some legacy events like Bells, which has just been there forever and it's mm. a unique wave, but it... Um, you know, not everyone loves it, but it's it's just that it's a magic event. Mm. It just always has been. And then Margaret River is kind of like a a real consistent sort of big wave performance spot. So there there is some waves on there that you wouldn't necessarily call world class, but they're kind of sick events. Yeah, right. But they need like I don't know. They need Indo. You need like a proper pump and reef break. And could they could they not go to Indo and like just move move around? Depending uh, on every, where they've done it one year um, before previously, but there's you know there's some resorts in Indo now uh, in the Mentawai Islands in particular that could house all the surfers and they could have like a, a mobile event. Yep. But uh, yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's just finding like the uh, the sponsorship for those contests in these remote places. Obviously, the more remote you are, the more expensive the event. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of hard. And then the other thing is, like, how does that event line up with the time zone in the, you know, the countries that follow the sport the big avidly, yeah. like America, Brazil in particular, Australia is an important one. Um, and then you've got Europe. So there's a, there's a lot of factors, but I think if you just get, like, J-Bay is a good example. You get world-class waves tragics like us who'll stay up for most sports will grind it out yeah yeah for sure well you've got to grind it out 
you got to grind it out. you got to grind it out. That's what it's about. I wanted to ask before, I can't recall, were you on the call when Mick got attacked by the shark? I was over there, actually. I was on a break. Um, your mate, Joe Tapel. Yes. Uh, Big he, fans of Joe. Yeah, yeah, oh, Joe fans. is the best. Joe's the man. He's, yeah, I call him California Jesus. <laughs> he's a beauty. And, um, he's just like the nicest person you've ever met in your life. Actually, I, I turned him into a golfer. Did oh, reluctantly. Really? Yeah. He's got and, the best voice. I think the most mate, American voice I've ever heard. He's the sweetest guy. So smooth and buttery. Yeah. He's yeah. always got his Hawaiian shirts on. It just looks yeah. like such a vibe. I, I got him <laughs> into golf in Maui one year, and someone said, I didn't know you played golf. And he goes, Yeah. And I go, How'd you go? And he said, you know what? Golf will make you say words you never thought would come out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> He's just dropping C-bombs and <laughs> swearing his guts out. I was it's loving it. And then, um, but yeah, Joey, uh, what were we talking about? Mick Fanning. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, jo- yeah, Joey was on the call mm. for the, the Mick incident and best person to have in there. So such a cool head. Like, um, I don't think anyone else would have handled it as well. Um, there's a surf journo writer called Sean Doherty and he said, like, imagine Tiger Woods on the 18th at the Masters and a grizzly bear coming out and, like, grabbing yeah. him on the leg. Like, it is it is the that's, equivalent. Yeah, it's that's like exactly what it's live like. Live broadcast and just for whatever freaking reason, it's Mick, Mick's bio on screen. He's middle of the screen and then there's just a f-ing explosion of yeah. fins. And, and then the wave sort of obscures everything chaos. as well. And you're like, yeah. I think the, I think as out of control as he got was like a bit of like a muffled like holy shit. Well, that was that uh, pots. Oh, okay. Well, I was go. like holy shit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. But, yes, yeah, sorry. Joe just kept his cool. He just like basically in those situations, you know, like if you're reading from the handbook, it just says just call what you see and you know don't assume anything. And he's yeah. just like can't believe the cameras stayed on him in that situation. Yeah, you know they've kind of got protocols now to go to wide shots and stuff but again unprecedented and mm-hmm. just luckily mick wasn't hurt yeah but i was like on a break i just shoveled a muesli bar into my face i was like rub, 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 oh, shit. <laughs> spray going everywhere and we couldn't believe it like when he disappeared behind the wave though it was like time stood still yeah. and you just thought he was a teething rusk he was yeah. just gone yeah. um so yeah when he climbed up on the sled and he was like held his leg rope up you were just going holy shit Unbelievable. And yeah, we were just all tripping. Then I um, I was actually sort of in where the um, the office of like tours and competitions, like they were like having a, a debrief and I just kind of like weaseled my way in. There was like Mick, Julian, um, the tour managers at the time and I'm just like in the corner sort of listening in and they were like, oh, what do you want to do and do you – want to wait and go back out there and Julian was really cool he was like oh whatever Mick wants and Mick's going I'm I'm back out there there's already people out the surf by this point that's what blows my mind about surfers generally is like there's like oh well like yeah like there's like there was just a shark there people who see sharks a lot always just go they swim by and they generally don't loiter that's what they assume generally yeah generally generally. yeah but I mean to, yeah, it yeah. seems like a big risk to me. Yeah. So, they, yeah, they didn't go back out. And then I said to Mick, um, do you want to do an interview just to let your mum know and stuff that you're okay? And he was like, yeah, I'll do it. And then I, I got to interview Julie and Kelly, Mick. I think yeah, so was, was it you talking – were you interviewing Mick, the, yeah. that one where he's like sort of breaking down? Yeah, they were, and they were all – it was all kind of like computing, I think, while I was talking to him. Even yeah. Julie and like we had been pretty cool and then – Asked him a couple of questions and then he was like, I think the shock was sort of gone and it was like, they're actually 
processing what had happened. But yeah, yeah that was like probably a, a highlight sort of broadcast mm. moment for the whole team, mm. um, just in ha- the way it was handled. And you could kind of still tell the story. Usually it'd be like, and broadcast, put some messaging out. So that was actually like a good challenge, really. Yeah. And we got so hammered that night. <laughs> um, it was like we, 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 we were like saying, it was like we had a wake for Mick and he was there. <laughs> yeah. People were making speeches and stuff really? like he was gone. And, oh, um, then we had no idea, but back home the the media thing was blown up, and mm. like that year, it was like I think like maybe like this the most googled thing in the world at at that point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we got off the plane, and there was just like a full media scrum, and I think a, a lot of shark attack survivors say that the media onslaught after you've been attacked is way worse. Than, than what right? you go through yeah. and, and just trying to overcome it, just because it's like They're such a relive it constantly such a ratings maker for the the media. I know, and they were just all over him. So um, yeah, that was a lot for him to deal with. I, I mean, it's, it's still like the first thing anyone asks him. You know, like in sort of like your, oh yeah, your, your radio media world. You know what I mean? Like hundred percent. This is all talk with Hello Sport, and today we are talking to WSL commentator, golfer, surfer, father. And all around good man, Ronnie Blakey. Crazy that he went back the next year and won. Just mad. Ridiculous. That was cool. Yeah. That and he cool. did it all on a busted ankle. He was like, so he, it's his favourite stop. So he was like, yeah, he definitely wanted to go back and just feel good about the place. Yeah. Mm. He's got such great history there. I think he won the event four times and had a couple of seconds. Mm. Um, but yeah, the day before the event started, he like blew his ankle out and then just oh. had it fully strapped and... Hung in there for the win. Is it daunting or was it like a daunting, maybe too extreme a word, but like when you're going to interview him and Julian and all that after they've just had this shark attack, like are you just all sort of in the moment there? Just being like, yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't even really kind of – I think it was, you know, sometimes you as when you're interviewing someone, you know, you're, you're kind of searching in your head for what the next question is. But like yeah. I feel like my questions were just for myself. Yeah. I was like, what's it mean? Like what, what a – like I'm intrigued like yeah. you know really like a lot of the times you're thinking of your audience and what they need to hear but I was just asking questions like yeah. wanting the answers for myself yeah it's probably a reasonable place to attack yeah, a from, better place you know, to you know, yeah. in that situation for yeah. sure yeah but it was it's just still like if uh, that footage comes up you know you, you never see the start of that footage without watching it through yeah um, and it still blows my mind don't know how I know like some people say to me the shark didn't want to attack him it didn't. It was a shark visit. It wasn't a shark attack. Okay. And I'm like, all right, sure. come right on, mate. On. I was like, Allegro folded in half is three feet long, you know, and, le- and shorter if you're sitting up on your board. And somehow it's a pretty close look. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's a very him. close look. Yeah. yeah. It's face and smacked by the f***ing yeah. tail. And it's it got, just, yeah, knocked him off his board. Yeah, it's not like he's got a like 20-foot cord hanging off his leg. The, the yeah, leash is just like happened to come less than my wingspan. Yeah, yeah. And it's folded in half, so it's like that close to him. And also, yeah, I like thought that, that was yeah. like from the – that sharks like to the, – some of the, the more juvenile great whites like to cruise along the f***ing wave line like trying to catch like, – yeah. so they practice their hunting and shit. Yeah, they all – they, they come in hard, like if they are going to attack you. And maybe it didn't want to f- chomp him, but it was having a good old look at him. It was going, what is he? Yeah, it was yeah. almost like if you see pizza in the fridge, it's like a day old. Like, listen, I'm not, 
I'm not eating it straight away. I'm just sort of coming out. Oh, yeah, you're sassing it out. See if it's ready to go. <laughs> is it off? What is it prawn? Probably not. That's two yeah. days old. But, you know, like I'm just going to th- – I'm thinking about it. Yell yeah. out to the missus. Like, How old's this chicken? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Is this good to eat? <laughs> just cook it a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mate, you're thanks for coming on. on. Mate, pleasure. It's been great to chat. Yeah, awesome. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll be out at Shorty's next Wednesday. Can't wait. Really. And then we'll have to get a wave, mate. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. Once your quad's healed, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't mind standing on the beach like a you know, an over enthusiastic dad, yeah, whistling you guys into position. Yeah. We'll need, we'll need a bit. I'll play yeah, that we'll role. That. I'll yeah. be like the, the dad pushing you guys in your, your surfing careers, yeah, yeah or literally pushing Push us on the phone. I'll yeah. film, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. there you go, yeah, perfect. perfect. Nah, unreal, lads. Thank you, you. Thanks, thanks for having me, legend. Cheers.